are live. Hello to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Knights of Pain Town, a City of Mist actual play podcast. I am your lovely master of ceremonies for this adventure, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at PopCultureGeek, or you can follow all of us collectively at Production. Make sure to go give us a follow and a like to stay up to date on everything we got going on here at the Vibe Tribe Productions, which is a lot. Seven actual play podcasts, three regular podcasts for a grand total of 10. So there is something for everyone. So make sure you give us a like, follow and check everything out and find something that's at your speed. But of course, I can never do any of this alone as I have my amazing cast of players joining us tonight. So we're going to go around. They're going to give their little introductions of who they are, any socials and projects they got going on to plug and then who they are playing as well as their mythos so eeny meeny miny mo the good old wesley you are the first to go hi i am i'm wes and i'm playing jack mac mcteer lovable and slightly insane no construction worker who may or may not grow horns because his mythos is cernos also you May or may not hear me, depending on when this airs on Call of the Deep. Just saying, that's what I'm plugging. Uh, it's going to be a good time tonight, and Mikey's going to do a hell of a job may- leading us through this mayhem. Aw, much appreciated. Okay, the next player to join us for tonight is Echo. Hello, everyone. I am Echo from several other Vibe Productions, like the Academy, Hecna, and your favorite manager, John. McCack the Sixth, who might make an appearance in this one day. Who knows? But yes, I will be playing Corey O'Reilly, your favorite Irish mobster. And yeah, let's go kill a banshee. Yes, or at least try to. We shall see what happens. And of course, last but not least, we have the one and only Josh. I'm Josh. You can follow me on TikTok at MGPreacher. You can also follow me on Instagram at I will be playing Friedrich Krupp, canine handler from the 13th precinct of the uh, Pain Town Police Department. You have a lot of characters going on in that head, so I understand the pain. But yes. So, with introductions out of the way, we are go- actually going to give our recap to Wes here, who's going to what I... Love about City of Mist, he's going to give us the opening monologue. So, without further ado, Wesley, take it away. I don't know if you guys are understanding this as well as I am, but I'm a little on the confused side because first we go to a, a jazz club where we meet a slightly, mildly, let's face it, guys, she was fucking shit faced singer who was uh, not exactly clear with us. She's got a thing for, uh, for Mr. Mr. Friedrich here, not sugarcoat. He's a sexy ass walking man. Then we make a road trip to a an up-and-up, high-scale place, hoity-toity, if you will. Not somewhere I'm normally supposed to be, or where I'd even go near, but that's another victim died there, so take a look-see-book-see, and what do we find? Same person that showed up at every other crime scene, so we're going to take a look at that. Go find out where he works. It's greasy, it's grimy, it's loud, it's, it's the industrial side. No one goes there willingly, but we did, because I guess we're kind of a little on the sh- not thinking straight here. So we go there, and we find out, and lo and behold, a man's deaf, and also the, for some odd way, he's 
the ghost of Christmas future. Show me some, some shit I'm gonna... It, it, it's living in my brain. So, moral of the story. We find out who the fuck this lady is. We're gonna go take her down. Nice and quiet. Or I'll break an entire jazz club. We don't know yet. And that's where we're at now. Yes! Oh my gosh. I love the opening monologue. But yeah, Mac pretty much covered it. He Nice recap of what happened last time. So, you currently gotta find yourselves after a little bit of tension. Um, also, you guys witnessed Krupp go somewhat canine a little bit before calming down and all that good stuff. But yeah, so... You guys are still in this abandoned, like, lot behind the building where you were chasing our deaf worker, uh, John, with the ghost of Christmas yet to come as his mythos. And yeah, so you guys are still there. I believe you guys were discussing as to a plan of action of what to do next. So, I know the owner of the jazz bar. I can try telling them to make some type of deal if we don't want many people there. But it's going to cost all of you. I'm not I paying that debt. I already owe her a lot. I'm not paying her back that and more debts. There's always the, uh, we use Mr. Friedrichs and his uh, blatant pure steel and sex appeal that he seems to be rocking with this lady and use that as our end. I'm just saying. Yes. We, we just you could we could send them in. Say hey, say hey. You want to meet me outside for a little bit? And the next thing you know, we'll uh, how do they say? Break them. Cause you know that that's our my best bet is we use him. He's got yeah. He's got an in. Cause she wants an in. Yep. I agree with that. But that area of the city's not really nice. So that we just hope we don't get jumped first. So. Hey. <laughs> Officer Quinn pipes up at this point and says, What do you mean by jump? It's just the jazz singer. It's not like she has a whole entire army behind her. I wish I could be naive again. It's not even about the naivete. We were at the jazz bar. The only three people there is Sammy, the owner, the jazz singer herself, and the bouncer. But that's about it. There is a total of five of us. <laughs> Six if you count the dog. Actually, yes, that is fair. It's six of us because Cerberus is part of this. Aren't you? He just starts wagging his tail. His his tail's wagging. He he stands up on his hind legs and a couple of little hops like he's dancing. He's really excited. You're just turning him into the cutest guardian of hell that it could possibly be. Yo, that is... He's the cutest guardian of hell for sure. Did we already come up with a... Our episode's theme for tonight, cutest guardian of hell. We still got a we still got a while to go, so that may or may not change. So yeah. let's see running. how the rest how the rest of this unfolds. So basically, the idea is use him as bait and then attack. Correct. Just going with the most simple plan possible. Yeah, but simple to easy. We just if things go awry. Mr. Friedrich, all right? If things start going a little bit, I don't know how you're going to get a hold of us. We have cell phones. I understand that. Technology is a great thing. But it's if you can't get a hold of us, kind of how long especially do we I understand you want to be giving her some Wiener schnitzel, but do me a solid here. And if th- things go awry, how long do you want us to wait before I come kicking down doors? Actually, I do have a bit of an idea. Come with me. And I start walking to the back of the SUV. I pop up. West wing in this. Are we going to be? Are we going to West Wing? Are we going to walk together? Is that what you're telling me? If I'm not a part of this conversation, then 
No, I'm talking to everybody. Okay. I'm following. That reference. I was like, are we West Winging it? I'm like, yes. I'm sorry, continue. But anyways, when I pop open the back hatch of the SUV, I pull aside a, an envelope that has, has the envelope that had the, the case papers in it. And in the case papers, more than likely, there would have been a blueprint of the bar where uh, the, what was his name? Uh, Mr. Fox, I think it was. Darian Fox. Darnell Fox. Darnell, thank you. And uh, what I have in mind is I'm going to go into the front door alone. Go and, and I kind of point to where I guess the back alley was. And Doss and Quinn, I want you two to stay here at the back door. Mac, Mr. O'Reilly, I want to ask your opinion. What do you want to do? Do you want to walk in the front as well? Be a part of the audience? Or do you want to wait in the back alley with Quinn and Doss? Sadly, I might... If... My... I do not want to draw attention to you, so I must take the alley. If I'm there, Sam's probably going to get scared and ask for people. Mac puts his hand on Friedrich's shoulder and goes, Don't you worry, man. I'll be your wingman for tonight. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, notice I, me when I, I walk I, in the I door. I like, always good to have a wingman. Yes, I'm just being wise with my history. I'm not for being irrational, so I'm in. Yep. You just pull sand, don't you, Mac? But with the uh, with my understanding of what our core is, and with this, I kind of stuff the envelope back into one of the little side compartments in the back of the SUV. The uh, the case that fits in the floor of the back hatch of the SUV, I pop up, and Mikey, I want to see if you would allow this, because this would be standard equipment, but. I pull out a 12-gauge with less lethal uh. salt rounds. Okay, so here's how we're going to do it. So you mentioned your power tech <laughs> standard equipment. This, this would technically be standard equipment that isn't swap gear. A lot of police cruisers actually do have either rifles or shotguns in them. That might work for the real world. I gotta actually start flexing on my Master of Ceremony moves here, too. So, I will let you see... If you can have it. But if not, we could stop at my bar real quick. Once again, that is a possibility, but I'm going okay, to let. How about when I take the shotgun out, it's just to mainly inspect it, make sure the salt rounds are there. And with that, I put the shotgun back. I'll look at off DOS because she had the higher. No, actually, I'll look over to Quinn. Because he had the higher EQC rating in the academy. And I look at him and I said, Now, if something goes horribly wrong, I want you to come through that back door with this shotgun. Make sure the salt rounds are what is loaded. We want the less lethal rounds. Salt rounds only. Do you understand? One second. I pull out my phone and research banshees to see if salt is more effective on them real quick. Okay, so... <laughs> we have both! Alright, so we're going to resolve this in order, so... We'll get to you in a bit, Corey. But we're going to resolve this first, Friedrich. Here's what's going to happen. You say that you have the shotgun, which I will allow. However, 
I'm going to invoke one of my MC abilities, and I'm going to complicate it a little bit for you. Okay. So you definitely have the shotgun, but uh, I'm going to complicate it and say that you do have the shotgun, but uh, not saying names here or whatever. Someone forgot to clean it, and so it hasn't been thoroughly prim and proper like it should be. So there's, I'm going to complicate it in the sense that you have it, but whether or not it's going to be as accurate as it normally is going to be a little more difficult because somebody forgot to take it out and clean it. This is why we can't have nice things, Friedrich. This is why we can't have nice things. But I got a question. Do you by chance have a silver-plated tire iron I could use? Wait, what? Silver-plated tire iron. I don't know. I'm taking a shot at the dark here. We have a regular do, tire do iron, but I don't really have anything made of silver. Das, you're the fastest with looking things up. I want you to look for any pawn shop or antique stores nearby. If we're, going, if we're looking for weaponry, I might have it. Honestly, though, could we roll something to see if a silver would be more effective? Because I don't want to be going to a pawn shop, like, wasting Max right. retirement on getting silver shit that won't do anything. Wait, earlier before the session, I did okay. look up on the Banshees a little bit. Salt, iron, silver, and gold are actually a weakness to Banshees. All right, so tire iron, if I put silver on that, that's like, who we can put that <laughs> up, right? silver spray paint. It's still silver. Let me put it this silver, way. Silver, throw okay. it up there. Before we slap at a pawn shop or anything, I have. Let me see if I got something at my place. Jesus, I might be a. I might be a. Let me put it this way: I'm a criminal. I would like to make sure that I defend myself from people who might want revenge on me. If he has silver bullets, I'm gonna go absolutely ape shit. I might. I don't know. I don't know what they put in there. I just make sure it's maintained. I don't check what supplies they have there all the time. That's everyone else's job. I'm retired. All I'm supposed to do is make sure that the place is still has some stuff in there and make sure that people return to things at the proper times. I don't know what heavy-duty equipment like that stuff they have it or not. I just know I might have it. So you're basically telling me you're an arms library. People come by, they borrow the weapon, they take the weapon out, they don't bring it back, they get a fine. Is that what you're telling me? Depending on where they're from, yes. I'm I've never so... heard of an arms librarian. I have never heard of it. This is a new. Th- this is new for me. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna sit down for a minute. My brain just went whole fuck. So let's check that place. So it's near the end because it's very close to there. That's my point. If we need something, sadly I cannot allow you three in there because reasons. Quinn just like squints her eyes and just says You have your life I have mine. I didn't say anything Mr. O'Reilly. Huh? Yeah but you got that look. This is the face I got. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Okay. So I guess the plan is to go back to Corey's bar to see what kind of things that y'all can find back there. Yay? Nay? Cool. I'm gonna take that as a yes. I'm good with whatever. Because like yes, and we're also going to need to go fast because we are getting down to the wire on this. So Doss is de- she's definitely going to be driving. Yeah, we are. We are actually on a time crunch because we don't want to do this mid concert. We got. We basically had the limit of, I believe, an hour. So let's hurry this up. Not going to lie, though, it'd be way more dramatic if we just bust a move on the stage and go have at the banshee and just. Lay down for everyone to see. No one would. That wouldn't be at all a problem. Just kick in the door. Back down. I, I myself on this one. 
Just by myself, okay. Correct, but everyone would see you still assaulting a poor woman. They would see probably a giant horned monster thing assaulting a poor woman. Oh no, let me put it this way. Any mystical bullshit that we do, no one notices unless they are like us. I know. But why do you think... Why, why, okay. Quinn does not notice this as he turns the king to a baseball back and back to a king right in front of his face. He does not uh, notice this. You can't just say that and say she doesn't witness it. That's not how that works. I'm people are going back to uh, the DOS are already hopping up in the SUV. Nah, see, if you go and do that, bruh, I'm going to have you. I was no. just like, if you're trying to do this discreetly, I'm going to make you, I'm going to have you roll. I'm going to have you roll sneak around because you're trying to do something discreetly here. The screen isn't in my vocabulary. Uh, no, he's doing it boldly and proudly because of his whole experience with his daughter. Okay, then say it like that, then you're just like, and yeah. Quinn doesn't see this. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Sorry, sorry. No, it's like, he's like doing it right in front of him, and it's like, he should notice, but he can't because of the damn myth. It's just like, that's not how that works. But yeah, okay. Yeah, then that, I retract that, my outburst later. So you do it, and then Quinn is just not really Quinn is on his laptop looking at things. <laughs> He's just like, hold up. Yeah, no, it's like, it's just like, I let me put it this way. I've tried to explain to my daughter several times, one of my daughters several times about the whole mystical part of the city. In the simplest terms, no matter how I say it, no matter what I try, she does not get it. And she thinks that I'm a bad father because I won't tell her that keeping secrets when I don't. This mist is not kind. It is both a blessing and a curse. I can definitely... Don't get me wrong, I understand that completely, but... You say curse. You carry a cane that turns into a... Do whatever you want it to. And some people see it, some people don't. I turn into a fucking... Manimal. I grow horns, I get hairier. I become a freaking... You may see it tonight, who knows? It's a curse. Yeah. The blessing everyone else doesn't see it. The curse is I still do this. And yeah. I don't know how or why, but it shows up. I hoping he shows up tonight though. Just fingers crossed. Yes, but I I have sacrificed a lot of the power I used to hold to only this cane, as you say. That's how I know these powers can be a blessing and a curse. And I've seen it with several people and point I point to Frederick. We saw what happens if you almost let go of your too much on your restraints with him. And I've seen that too many times, and I do not want to live through it again. Because I do, because that part of my life is over. But trying to start anew. Not effective, not very good at starting anew, but still, I'm trying. Starting fresh isn't a bad thing. Not all the time. Yep. I'm getting into the. I'm going in the car now. We're out of time, Quattro. Sorry. Oh my goodness, I love it. Alrighty, so all of you get in the car and you all are heading back to Corey's bar. So two questions. Number one. Uh, so I have to ask this: Is then are you guys taking John with you, or are you leaving him there? How many seats does this SUV have? I forgot, but and. The back section of the uh, oh wait no because Max riding in there. Hey, yeah, what? I'll I put Cerberus up in the front floorboard with me. That way, also if he wanted to, he can put his paws up on the dash and watch where we're going. We only had the seating problem where Rage was here. He's not here anymore. We kicked yeah, him off the side of the road. 
<laughs> you're just like tuck and roll, tuck and roll. No, that's if you can hold it. You could, if you want to take John, he'll just be chilling in the trunk. Does John want to go on the trunk? I called dibs on the trunk. Max already back there. He's most comfortable there because he fits better. Okay, so does never mind. John, does With, John want to come? Honestly, it is completely up to you. I'm Remember, asking. he's been trying to. He's been at every crime scene trying to get a hold and talk to as best as he can with sign language to talk to our lounge singer, but he's always too late and all that stuff. So it's up to you guys. If you want to take him, you can. I was just asking because, like, he's still there technically as you're talking about this. I'm good. If he wants to cut, I'll bring I'll bring him with us. Okay, cool. So that answers my first question. And then the second question, who's driving? Doss. No, who's driving? Doss is driving. Excellent. She's the crazy, she's the crazy driver. We, we need that speed. Once again, even before you even say anything to her, hey, Doss, can you? She already has got her shades and driving gloves on. She's like, it's my moment has come. Crazy Taxi Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Here we come. It's, it's not stop. Never mind. And so all of you pile into the van, uh, to the SUV, and she, again, once again, from Spongebob, floor it, <laughs> and just bat out of hell, just driving. And she, as, as she punches down on the accelerator, I turn on Carry On Wayward Son on the stereo. Oh my gosh. Now we can't play it or sing it, because then we'll get copyrighted, but nice choice. And then from the back, you hear Matt go, and after that, you need to pay paint to black for doing this kind of like a legitimate montage. Let's do it. I literally turn back and I say, that's literally the next song on here. And after that is Hell's Bells and then Highway to Hell. Or for for copyright reasons. Hey, can you make sure you put on paintbrushes turning things, doors into black colors, things, having previously red doors. Don't forget... We also need a song for the armory <laughs> montage. We'll figure it out. <laughs> the song was painted red instead of black. Painted all the colors. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So within no time, you guys make your way back to Corey's bar. Once again, Officer Quinn just in, in the throat bag. She's like, I'm it's like used to this by now. I never said I would. I'm going I'm to say that. Back. I'm saying you'd be used to this by now. Drama mean, my friend. I'm just telling you right now, drama mean. Just for fuck's sake, if you ride with her enough, you should know this by now. Drama mean. I'm gonna get out of the car, go up to one of the walls, gonna knock on a couple of places to re find out. Oh, this is where the hole is to open it. This is the stone you push. He pushes the stone as well as the. What looks like one of the walls to the bar opens up. Come on over here, guys. Welcome to the small armory. Okay, so as you guys make your way inside, it's interesting because, once again, from the untrained eye, it looks as if this is nothing but a brick wall. But as soon as Corey pushes that little inglet on the brick wall to open up the secret passage, you step inside and you guys find yourself in a dimly lit armory different shelves full of different weaponry you see a couple of crates and boxes and just as just as mac had mentioned this is essentially basically a library of weapons just at your disposal just shelves and boxes and a neat kind of 
presentational way where it's like shopping at a giant like Costco. It's everything's in bulk and boxes and things like that. <laughs> be careful. Garfield might be here. He does not like people taking a lot of stuff. No, we cannot infringe upon other actual play podcasts. I do not need the I don't need the adventure zone coming after me. Okay. Okay. okay fine. Albert works for me. Yes, Friedrich, you have a question, my friend. Over the years of hoarding this stuff, and with his knowledge of other supernatural beings, I'm assuming he's had stuff put away on the odd chance he came across the bench. So I'm just curious if Mr. O'Reilly has any tactical equipment such as headsets. Sound dampening let me put it, headsets. Let me put it this way. This that stuff which I personally keep I hid somewhere else. We're not gonna have time to get that stuff. i that would take too long. This is basically a foreign outpost Grab of sorts for the Irish mob. This, this, yes, basically. This, this is a yes, this is a weapon the, convenient. Basically, yes. We they sometimes a gang war pops here and there and Sometimes you need the weaponry. Better just to have this place than not to. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just asking. Yeah, so let me put this way. So I don't have any of that tactical gear. Let me put this way. All I have is what you see. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. If if I do not have the heavy duty stuff up in here or anywhere close in time. So basically, we have what's here. Let's get what we need and hope for the best. Jeez. And also, if you do speak about this to your precincts, I cannot guarantee your safeties. Minus Friedrich. Okay, so Master of Ceremonies. So Master of Ceremonies questions here. So, Corey, you say this in front of the group. So, Minus Friedrich, are you saying this to Quinn and Doss as well in that endeavor? Are they in here? Yes. That yes, I have... I would not mess with the Irish mob with this stuff. Would you? Of course. Again, Mikey, the master of ceremonies, knows that quite well. However, again, minus Friedrich, the other two are, like, by the books police officers. If they want to die, they can kill themselves. I'm warning you now. Whoa! Do not mess with the Irish mob. I was part of that, and I'm retired, and I still don't want to mess with them. Thank you. Okay, when you put it like that, makes a lot more sense. But yeah, as you say this, Dawes doesn't say anything. She just looks at you, but it's the same look that you guys have this love-hate relationship going on, so you're used to her stares. Her However, exactly. you're not wrong, but be nice to my NPCs, man, because they've been helping you a lot. I'm being nice. I'm giving them fair warnings, and I'm telling them that even I have my limits. So again, Officer Dawes, you Corey, you're used to her expression, her gaze. It's just like, eh, whatever. However, there is one interesting fact. As you say this and you look at off- Quinn's, Officer Quinn's face, normally he's the laid back. He's just like basically comedic effect of everything. He's just there. And he's usually very like relaxed and easygoing. But the moment you say that, without even giving any hesitation, you just see Officer Quinn pull out his pistol, fire no. a shot, it goes past you, 
hits the wall as it grazes here and says, Oh, don't worry. I was like, anyone comes near my friends here, I think we got it covered. Puts it away and wa- continues to look around the room. My hands hot. I'm scared if you have a holy hand grenade. I don't know. Just asking for a friend. Do you have the holy hand grenade of Antioch by chance? We're talking one, two, five, because there's not three. Just asking. I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they put it in here. How? I don't know. We, sure, some of the Irish mob ha- is connected to the mist, so there might be some of that stuff in here. And also, those ones that aren't, so there's not going to be that stuff. I don't know what they put in here. I just make sure it's hidden, it's maintained in case of emergencies. I'm to help with the gang war sometimes. Because everyone has their side. Oh my goodness. Okay, so all of you are in this arms library, as we're calling it, or a weapons convenience store, whatever we want to call it here. So here's what's going to happen. So I will say that we'll bargain for it. So depending on what you're looking for, I will either tell you that it you could possibly find it here, or it's definitely not here. For the more complicated stuff that's not deemed simple we'll roll for it and see what happens but let's go around real quickly so i'm going to start with mac is there so you said you're looking for a bazooka <laughs> no it's definitely no that is definitely not there and i'm not giving you a bazooka this early in the game i will turn this car around electrical bazooka electric bazooka loo part two anywho uh, easier looking for I don't know. I don't think he thinks he doesn't really need anything, but like maybe a like something simple, like a piece of iron for one hand and a piece of silver for the other, because he's going in using his hands. He's not going in using anything else. Okay. He I mean, I his s- own weapons. That is true. <laughs> no, I will say because that's simple enough, you find that easily. So if Mac wants to find those and take those with him, he can. So yeah. Basically, like iron knuckles, like brass knuckles made out of iron, and like. Brass I mean, yeah, Irish mob, so that's easy enough to find. And yes, I consider brass knuckles as simple. <laughs> but given that this is an Irish mob stash, yeah, it checks out. So definitely. So you find those things enough easily. Other than that, is there anything else you wanted to take a look at? Oh, he's ready to go. He, cool. is, he, is, he is ready to go. Sweet. Okay. Echo. So... Corey, is there anything particular that you are looking for? Just in case of emergencies, I would just like a normal pistol. Just just like your normal pistol. Yeah, that'll be easy. I consider that simple as well. So a normal six round pistol. Definitely find that with cartridge for ammo as well. Yeah, that's good. Just in case if I lose my melee weapon, I would like to have something in case of emergency. That's all I'm taking. Okay, which just leaves us with Friedrich. What are you looking for specifically? One, I want to know if he has any, I guess you could say, tactical style knives that might be made, where the blade itself might be made out of pure iron or silver. That in particular for starters. Because the pocket knife I've got, it's just stainless steel blade, so. Here comes the list. Anyways, uh, we need... But yeah, mainly the... More specifically, three three of those style of knives. 
something that Das, Quinn, and myself can attach to our vests or our belts or something. And since someone didn't take care of the shotgun and the SUV, I would like to see if he has any shotguns in stock. In stock, no. Okay. And so for the metallic pieces, I will say you find like little what looked to be remnants of some sort of pl- like armored plate with different cut up into different sizes and pieces. So the three of you can easily get that. Now, as far as that shotgun goes, that's going to be a little more complicated. So I'm going to have you roll for this one. OK, it's not nothing special, just preferably a pump action or semi-automatic shotgun, but. Basically, any shotgun in 12-gauge, something that would be able to take those less lethal salt rounds that's already in the truck. Okay. So, yeah. So, go ahead and roll and investigate. So, what power tags are you going to try to apply to this one? Since we're in armory, I would like to use armory. Seen it? He's looking. He's seen a lot of different styles standard equipment because it's not exactly my equipment i'm just looking for something that i know i could use but now so armory has seen it before man is your dog helping i'm gonna say no because friedrich being well friedrich he knows what he's looking for he's just looking for a shotgun and 12 gauge that can take uh less lethal okay He's sure. also looking for love at a jazz club. All right, so I will definitely let you use the power tag. I've seen it before. However, I'm going to deny the armory because the way that we establish that power tag, it has to come for your own personal armory back in your apartment slash home. And since this is the armory of someone else, that wouldn't yeah. apply in this case. But I will let you use seen it before, so that is a plus one. Okay. But I'm going to invoke a weakness tag. <laughs> so remember, you're still a police officer. So there's a code that you have to follow. So I'm going to invoke the weakness tag of chain of command because technically this is not the police station, but there are a set of morals and codes that you as an officer still have to follow. And if your boss gets a hold of the fact that you took something from a Irish mob cash... I don't think that's a good look for you. So, by invoking that weakness tag, that's going to cancel out your plus one, so now it's just a straight D6 roll. 2D6. That would be a seven. Okay, so on a seven, that is a soft success with some complications. So, Friedrich, as you are looking around this cache, you do find some shotguns. There's only one problem with it. You find the exact make and model that match your shotgun shells back in the SUV. However, and this is more of a moral complication, as you take a closer look at the shotgun that the serial number and some of the more identifying markings have been scratched off and filed off. So, you can definitely take this, but if you use this and it somehow finds its way back into here or into the wrong hands is going to complicate things because you basically have an illegal weapon on the street. 
But there is a shotgun that matches the one that you have in your SUV. It's just now that moral dilemma and the consequences that may or may not happen, depending if you choose to take it with you. But that choice is ultimately yours. Okay, with that being said, when we was talking earlier that the shotgun's not exactly in the best condition, uh, what would you say is the... Uh, what exactly is the damage of the shotgun that's already in the truck, then? So, on it. Oh my gosh. So, with the shotgun, because someone forgot to clean it, um, really, it's more of cosmetics, so the trigger is a little bit sticky, so... There may be some delay between when you pull the thing and when it actually fires. But also, too, it looks like the actual barrel of the shotgun seems to be clean, too. So the accuracy may or may not be, well, for a better term, accurate, if that makes sense. So, again, you could still... <laughs> yeah, so you could still use it. It's just that there, are going to be, there may or may not be some complications when you use it. Or you can use the one that works, but... We'll get you in trouble. You know what? I'm, and now I'm, he's trusting, the... uh, I'm trusting uh, Quinn's uh, competency when it comes to the firearms. So I'm actually going to take the shotgun that I just picked up. I'm going to set it back and trust Quinn will know, uh, know what to do if something occurs with the shotgun that we've already got. Okay. That works for me. So with that being said. But you... we was able to find some knives that we could use. Did you say that? <laughs> I said that okay. would be fine enough. <laughs> like crude or plated ones, I believe. Yep. Okay, everyone I'm out. Sure. You're just like, everyone out now, now. Uh, I've got to remember where that stone gets moved to. Edge doors for you. We love to see it. Okay, so as quickly as you guys were inside of this weapons convenience store, you guys are quickly led out with all of your items. So you find yourself back in the alleyway with your SUV not too far for parked in the street. So what would you guys like to do next? I believe it's showtime. Cool, cool. So you guys are going to head over to the venue then? They're going to head to our spots, I guess. Okay. So once again, Officer Dawes gets behind the wheel. This time, she's not going to go full need for speed speed racer. She's actually... Just a 10-minute walk. Yeah, but that's a good point. So, do you guys want to drive there, or do you want to walk there? Well, Let's the get to whenever you got a giant SUV show up. We should make it even faster, or it's just a quick jump. So, yeah, I think yeah, it would be best to Let's grab the, the car. No, we have one person get the car and get to be prepared in case something really happens and they start running. Better to have I someone... Yeah, it's about to have the car nearby so we can get to it quickly. Okay. We're in this tough situation where it's... Where, sure, no one will notice us if we don't take the car. We'll be definitely sure no one will notice. But if that person starts running and we can't catch up to them, we're going to regret that we didn't bring the car with us. So we're kind of in this sticky situation where... So basically have Doss stand stay with the car as a QR. Yeah, and I'm with Quinn in the back alley. And I'm walking in with you. Okay. So it seems that we're walking, and we when we get to the club, we're in position. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. So well, Clint, I'm going I'm to let these two have their seat up front and then talk to Quinn in the back. Cool. 
So you two are walking in. Corey, you're with Quinn at the car. Where are you having Dawes and Cerberus in all this? Since Dawes, since she's with the car, and since she would know if something's up based on Cerberus' actions, I think Cerberus is going to stay with her in the SUV and pretty much have the SUV like right around the corner of the... So if something goes down and Cerberus needs let out he's he's already right there so he's only got to sprint a short distance before we need him wherever he needs he needs to be or if our quarry runs out of the out of the venue Aaron, that but if they enter through the back door me and quit already okay basically we're basically we're trying to cover all our exits okay no worries i just wanted to make sure okay so with everyone set to go, we're going to come to Cedric. You and Mac are going to be heading through the front. We'll go start with you. So the two of you make your way inside the entrance. So it's only been a couple of hours between visits here at the washboard. Uh, from where everything was looking when you were here a couple hours ago to it is now is a complete 180. Whereas before, everything was bare bones, everything still stacked up, tables and chairs in the corners, everything was, the, all the lights were on. You walk in, and the washboard is a completely different scene than what you guys witnessed a few hours earlier. All the tables and chairs have been set up, they have been decorated with these nice kind of red tablecloths with... I believe, real quick, John would be with Dawes, I believe, since we almost forgot he existed. Technically, he does, He is a ghost, because he has the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Hey. Yeah. Which makes sense why he would be with Dawes, because he could see the future somewhat, so he knows right before they come, actually. True. Planning! <laughs> and so, on the tables, you just see small, like, a few couple, like, two or three different table candles set up. The lights have been dimmed and the stage is all decorated out with a motif of like old school Hollywood. You got a nice like red curtain in the backdrop. You see all the instruments on stage with a lone microphone, which is fashioned after the old like school 1940s, like big booming microphone the big with, s- with the big silver one with like circular pop filter around it. And as you guys walk in, you also notice that this is a packed house all the tables have been filled up there are a couple of spots left at some of the tables and some of the booths but for the most part this is a packed house and also on the stage you just see on an easel poster of martha ellis the jazz singer in a seductive and sultry kind of portrait of her singing into that microphone so yeah, you walk in, you see all the patrons sitting at the tables. It's a little bit of a low murmur, but it's still loud enough for everyone to hear. And at the bar, you just see the owner, Sammy, who is making cocktails and drinks and all that kind of stuff. He's somewhat busy, but things are starting to slow down as it's getting closer and closer to showtime. So what would you guys like to do? And this can be for anybody. This can be for Mac. Or Friedrich, since you two are technically the only ones inside. 
I'm gonna let Max go, go in first. Max going to walk in, scan the crowd, realize he doesn't fit in. Loves that for a second. Checks to make sure we're, if there's any exit. Make sure he knows where the bathroom is. No, he's actually thinking there's a, that's just somewhere else that she might try to go. He's trying to figure all his, cover all his bases. Walks up to the bar and just doesn't order anything. Just walks up toward the bar or wherever Friedrich wants to go and be like, it looks down at Friedrich and go, Hit that. right now, this is your show. You go where you need to go, but also, just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. They definitely got the mood lighting tonight. Just saying, throw that out. This is your, this is you. I'm just, I'm your wingman. Use that German, is it, charm that you have just exuding off you? We got this. Dude, we got this. Knock him dead. Mac, Mac my dear friend. We got this. We got this. How do you say we got this? Is that we got this. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't say it with a Z instead of a. We got this. I'm all confused. I don't understand. I don't understand your accent. I'm trying to learn my accent actually. I was like, did you just pull a ro- SpongeBob from Rock Bottom? I'd love it. <laughs> it's like yeah. don't oh, no, understand yeah. you. Yeah, but yeah, he's like you. You lead the way. I'm basically your bodyguard at this point. I charge by the hour. By the way. I know Mac just said he uh, he had scanned the room, but I'm also going to look around. In this case, not so much to look around to see if there's any other exits, but to see if I see any questionable characters. And then after that, back. I honestly didn't catch that. He went robotic on me. <laughs> you said Corey is in the back. But- so Friedrich, as you look around, outside from Mac and Sammy, who you met earlier in the day, there doesn't seem to be really anyone suspicious out in the crowd. You have the bouncer kind of monitoring one of the exits, but once again, you already you guys already met with him earlier in the day. But yeah, other than those f- notable figures, you don't really see anyone out of place or raising suspicion and it's not raising any of her red flag. Okay, alright. And in that case, I also want to kind of radio Quinn and then after that I want to radio DOS. One to make sure the radios are still working because standard operating procedure. You do want to work your comms every once in a while to make sure your comms haven't been interrupted. So I'm just I'm basically just asking them, hey, is everything good? Are you guys alright? Are you in civvies or are you in a uniform? I guess technically I'm still in uniform, but like the traditional battle dress uniform. I actually changed into more of a casual attire. Get your quarter button polo shirt and Little Friday at the uh, at the precinct. I see it. Pretty much, oh. yeah, pretty much. So instead of having a couple of pouches for handcuffs and taser and sidearm and mag pouches and all that, it's more or less just bare bones. I've got a thing for handcuffs. I got a couple of mag pouches. I've got my pistol and I've got a jacket thrown over. So. If I'm walking past somebody, they don't immediately see this big old six hour on my head. Yeah, because so like you, you said, casual Friday at the pre. So just making sure you had your handcuffs, because just throwing out there, you never know if that's what she's into or not. Be bad without my cuffs. Oh my gosh, I love it. All right, so Friedrich, for you, as you look around <laughs> and confirm that there's no suspicious figures, you don't see Martha quite yet, but. Since you guys were here earlier, you can make an educated guess as to where she currently is right now. Might be in our best interest to try to you know, head back toward the dressing room area. Because, again, we really don't want to be doing this with 
a full house. Like you said, it's a full house. We really don't want to be doing a confrontation you know, situation on stage in front of a packed jazz club, which that just sounds odd to me around here because I've never heard of a jazz club being packed. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but also when you got to think of it from the civilian perspective, you don't want to have a cop just walk in and then immediately go off to a specific room. It's just kind of it's like, okay, yeah, there's someone here, but he's probably just checking the place out, making sure everything's legal in here. But yeah, as soon as I hear back from Dawson Quinn, I'm going to start making my way back. I could always go back there and say that you're here. Just, I'll go, I'll go be your wingman and be like, listen, lady. And then smell her breath to make sure she's not hammered. And say, <laughs> just let you know, your, uh, your hunk of German love just walked in the door coming for you. So just want to make sure you were here, ready to go. Okay. She doesn't reek of booze as she did a couple hours ago, so she seems to have sobered up a little bit. Then she might change her mind. Great. But, at the mention of her hunk of German love, that's what we're calling the Zenzel. Hunk of German love. I'm terrible. But anyways, so Martha just looks at you, Mac. He is now. Yeah. Does this look like the face of a man who would lie to you? Don't answer that question. I take that back. <laughs> but, yeah, he's here. He's, he's right in the front. Do you want me to bring him back here for you? If you would, darling, that would be lovely. <laughs> All right. Your wish is my command. So I go out and walk up to Friedrich and go, he's waiting for you. I'll come dead, tiger. And I wink at him and go, I'll be, it gets real awkward. I'll be in calling distance if you need me, but can we just get this started off the bat? And he's just like, bam. All right. So Friedrich, you and enter- he says that, I just look <laughs> at him and I said, don't worry. I won't keep you waiting too long. And I wink back. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, you enter the dressing room, and as you enter the dressing room, at first you don't see Martha, but then you just hear the door close behind you, and just sit, and you just see her kind of casually on the door. She's like, Mama, if it isn't my little German friend, it's nice to see you again. Believe me, probably. I German. But I told you I'd be back, didn't I? That you did. Come, have a seat on my couch. Let's uh, get a little comfortable. I just kind of motion, motion towards the sofa. Please, after you, father. Meanwhile, outside. Meanwhile, in another story. <laughs> Meanwhile, in another story. Actually, yes. Actually, no. So here's what we're going to do. So she motions you to the couch, and she just gives you the gesture to sit next to her a little bit. And... I'm assuming you sit next to her, Friedrich. Cool, cool. And so you sit next to her, and she just turns to you, grabs your hands a little bit, and says, Now, love, I sensed a bit of sadness in you when you were here earlier. Do you mind telling me what's going? What's on your mind? Yeah, it was just one of those days. I, I had a lot that I had to take care of. and Didn't get to talk to you as much as I would have liked. You were... A, little bit on the sauce, so we couldn't really keep talking. But like I said, I promised that I would do my absolute best to come back. And I'm here. I appreciate it, hon. It's uh, been a tough couple of years, but it's people like you that make this gig worthwhile. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Tell me, what aches your heart? What's your biggest pain? 
my biggest pain, you say. And as you begin to say that, you just feel a cold chill go down your spine, and the atmosphere of the room begins to grow colder, and it seems to get, for a better lack of term, a little bit darker as well. As you look down and you that Martha is still holding your hands, but you see now a ghostly visage kind of putting th- their hands on top of both of yours. And as you look up, you just see the incarnation of a banshee kind of stand behind Martha as her eyes begin to change into a piercing red. Now then... We got all the time in the world. So tell me, what aches you? And with that, we're going to end that episode right there on that cliffhanger. <laughs> Goodbye, Friedrich. You are a love. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, Friedrich, you're, uh, it's going to be very interesting when we pick back up next episode. But until Did then. I just kill him? No, you didn't kill him. I'm, Did no, I facilitate we'll the demise of someone else? I wouldn't say that. Maybe. Yes. Who knows? There's only one way to find out. We're going to have to tune in next episode to see the conclusion of this little thing that we got going on here. So that is going to conclude tonight's episode of Knights of Pain Town. I would like to thank you to all my lovely listeners who stuck this one out with us. When we come back, what's going to happen to Friedrich? How will he contact the others? And what are the others doing currently in this moment? You're going to have to tune in next episode to find out. So as always, for me and my amazing cast of players here at the D&D Vibe Tribe, remember, love each other, take care of one another, and as always, let the good times roll. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>